Hello, and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Clever Little Tailor. Once upon a time there was a princess who was extremely proud. Whenever a suitor appeared before her, she gave him a riddle to solve, and if he could not guess it, she would ridicule him and send him away. She let it be proclaimed that whoever could solve her riddle would be allowed to marry her, no matter who the person might be. In time, three tailors happened to meet. The two oldest thought that, because they had sewn many a fine stitch and had got them all right, they could not miss with the princess and would hit upon the right answer. The third tailor was a young blunderhead who had tramped about and knew next to nothing about his trade, but he thought that here he might find some luck. Otherwise, where else would he find it? The other two tailors said to him, You'd be better off staying at home. You won't get very far with your hollow head. The little tailor would not let himself be disheartened, and said that he had his mind set on it and knew how to take care of himself. So he sallied forth as if he owned the world. Together the three of them announced themselves to the princess and asked her to give them the riddle. They told her that finally the right people had come, for they all had such minds that one could thread a needle with each one of them. So the princess said, I have two kinds of hair on my head. What are the colors? If that's all there is to it, said the first tailor, one's black and the other's white, just like the cloth they call pepper and salt. Wrong, said the princess. Let the second try. Well, if it's not black and white, said the second tailor, then it's got to be brown and red, like my father's frock coat. Wrong, said the princess. Let the third try. I can tell by his face that he thinks he knows the answer. The little tailor stepped forward boldly and said, The princess has silver and golden hair on her head, and those are the two colors. When the princess heard that, she turned pale and nearly fainted from fright, for the little tailor had guessed right, and she had been firmly convinced that nobody in the world would ever solve the riddle. When her heart began to beat again, she said, You haven't won me yet, for you must do one more thing. Down in the stable there's a bear, and you must spend the night with him. If you're still alive when I get up in the morning, then I'll marry you. She thought that she would get rid of the tailor this way, since the bear had never let anyone that he had got his paws on survive. But the little tailor would not let himself be frightened by this. Indeed, he was delighted and said, Nothing ventured, nothing gained. When evening came, the little tailor was taken down to the bear, who headed right for the little fellow to give him a big welcome with his paws. Easy does it, said the little tailor. I'll calm you down quick enough. Then, as though he had nothing in the world to worry about, he casually took some walnuts out of his pocket and began cracking them open with his teeth and eating the kernels. When the bear saw this, he felt like having some nuts too, so the little tailor reached into his pocket and gave him a handful. However, these were not nuts, but small stones. The bear put them into his mouth and could not crack open any of them, no matter how much he tried. Good gracious, thought the bear, what a stupid oaf you are. You can't even crack open nuts. And he said to the little tailor, Will you crack open some nuts for me? What kind of fellow are you, anyway? asked the little tailor. You have such a big mouth, and yet you can't even crack open little nuts? Then he took the stones and stealthily substituted a nut for them and cracked it in two in his mouth. I've got to try this thing once more, said the bear. When I see you do it, I can't imagine why I can't do it too. 
Once again, the little tailor gave him plain stones, and the bear worked at it and bit with all his might. But you don't think he succeeded, do you? After that was over, the little tailor took a fiddle from under his coat and played a little tune. When the bear heard the music, he could not help but dance, and after he had danced for a while, he was so delighted that he said to the little tailor, Is it hard to play the fiddle? It's child's play. Watch me. I place my fingers of my left hand down here and move the bow with my right. Then you can have a merry old time. Whoop-de-doo, and away we go. I'd like to learn to play the fiddle, said the bear. Then I could dance as much as I liked. What do you think about that? Will you give me lessons? Gladly, said the little tailor, if you have talent for it. But show me your paws. Uh, they're tremendously long. I'll have to cut your nails a bit. He fetched a vice, and the bear put his paws into it. Then the tailor tightened the vice and said, Now, wait until I return with the scissors. And they let the bear growl as long as he liked, while the tailor lay down on a bundle of straw in the corner and fell asleep. That night, when the princess heard the bear's tremendous growling, she thought that he had made an end of the tailor, and was growling out of joy. The next morning she got up feeling quite at ease and happy, but when she glanced out the window toward the stable, she saw the little tailor standing outside, looking as cheerful and fresh as a fish in water. After this she could not break her agreement, because she had given her promise in public. The king summoned a coach, and she had to drive to church with the little tailor to get married. When the couple climbed into the coach, the other two tailors, who were false-hearted and begrudged the little tailor his luck, went to the stable and set the bear free. Now the bear ran after the coach in a great rage, and the princess heard him panting and growling. In her fright she cried out, "'Ah, the bear's after us and wants to get you!' The little tailor, alert as ever, immediately stood on his head, stuck his feet out the window, and shouted, "'You see the vice?' If you don't get away, then you'll soon be back in it. When the bear saw that, he turned and ran away. Our little tailor drove calmly to the church and was married to the princess. Thereafter, he lived as happily as a lark with her, and whoever does not believe me must pay me a taller. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the tales, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.